0: What I have for you over the next three days is the audio version of what was supposed to be a stream I was going to do on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, Plans for that fell through because life happens, but I still want to get the material out. I still want to um, get this idea across, so I thought let's take the material, turn it into audio, and then walk through it in thirds rather than fifths the way I had planned in the video. So this is part one. This is part one of what to do when you're writing something and you're crossing genres or mixing them together so that your story isn't all one thing. It's a combination of other things. Today, we're going to talk about what to do in order to write it. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about what to do in terms of how to publish it, whether it's traditional or self-publishing, and then... Uh, The day after that, we're going to talk about how to market it once you've got it ready to go, or you're self-publishing it, or you just need to sell it once it's found its publishing home. All right, so this is part one. Here we go. I think it's probably easiest to start by defining some terms. I'm going to use the term mixed genre, crossed genre, bridged genre, multiple genre, pretty interchangeably, and they all mean the same thing. They all sort of refer to this notion or idea that a story doesn't have to sit in just one genre space. It can cross over. It can contain elements of both. It can be, you know, two things or three things just as easily, maybe not as easily, but just as commonly as it can be one thing. But to do that, we're going to have to start by just sort of laying out what the hell we're talking about? Because it's not necessarily as simple as it sounds all the time. It's not just like, oh, I'm writing a sci-fi thriller. Well, what does that mean? How do you know you're writing a sci-fi thriller? How do you know you're not just writing a thriller that happens to have a laser gun in it? Or I'm writing a romantic comedy. Okay, how do you know there's enough romance uh, inside your comedy? Or that you've got enough comedy in, you know with romance in your character's uh, development all those sorts of things need to be sorted out and need to be defined and there's actual like ideas and language and tools you can use to accomplish that it isn't just sort of like a a blind guess you're making in the dark you can really walk through this so to do that, we're going to give I'm going to give you the six sort of things And uh, at least two of these need to be true in order for you to say that, hey, my manuscript is crossing or spanning multiple genres. So here are six things. You need at least two. Item number one, it has to contain significant elements from each genre. So if you're writing that sci-fi thriller, it has to contain pretty critical science fiction stuff and pretty critical thriller stuff whatever that stuff might be. It might be plot, it might be characters, it might be tone, it might be pacing, it might be a number of beats, it might be any kind of constructive material, but you have to contain the important stuff of each genre, however many genres it is, which, by the way, shouldn't be really more than three at the most, because otherwise you're just sort of Um, To put it mildly, you're just sort of spouting out whatever you can, and it's going to feel more and more unstructured. But if you're contained, for the purposes of our discussion, I'm assuming you're going to have two genres. If you've got to contain that significant elements from each genre in order to make it work. Item number two. Those elements, those significant elements from each genre, are in some kind of relationship with each other. It's not science fiction sometimes and thriller other times or romantic sometimes and comedic other times. Those things are blended together. There are science fiction elements in the thriller, and there are thriller elements in the science fiction. The elements, whatever they might be, have some kind of relationship and connection to one another in the story. Relationship doesn't always mean character A and character B hooking up, but it means there's some kind of way these things connect. Item number three. Uh, the story resolves using some combination of those elements from each genre. You can't write a science fiction thriller or a romantic comedy without it wrapping up due to it being romantic and a comedy or a science fiction thriller. Like You can't just have those elements and then not address them when it comes to resolving the story. If you have a sci-fi thriller that when it comes time to resolve your story, it doesn't climactically resolve like a thriller or it doesn't have shit all to do with science fiction, then why are those elements in the book? Item number four, it uses elements of one genre to develop the story and elements from another genre, the second genre, the third genre, whatever, in order to resolve it. So they have to work together, but there is a specific designation that has to happen before it can start resolving. And that means you've got to have elements of one genre help develop the story. The romantic comedy, for example, is often comedic while it develops the romance. And then the resolution is the romance and less comedic. Two wacky people who learn, oh gosh, I really do love you. So they run at each other in the airport and say, no, I won't get on the plane. I'll live out my dreams with you, et cetera, et cetera. One genre builds it up. The other genre pays it off. And it's made possible because of the relationship those elements have. And it's made possible because of the combination of elements working together. Fifth thing. You can't do a plot. The plot has to be developed using elements of the genre. And you can't craft the plot and advance it without using the elements from the genre. So if you're writing that rom-com or you're writing that sci-fi thriller or you're writing that you know, um, dramatic horror story... You can't get forward in the story, whatever it might be, without grabbing that genre, without grabbing that horror, or without grabbing the drama. You can't rom-com it up without the rom and the com happening. You need the elements from the genre. They're not just pasted on there to say, like, ah, oh, I'm ticking the boxes of my genre. They're more critical to the story than that. And the sixth thing. Remember, you don't have to do all of these. You have to do at least two, two or more. Here's the last one. The story overall challenges and subverts the tropes and expectations of one genre by using the elements of the other genre. So let's talk about rom-coms. The traditional structure of a romance story gets, you know, kind of skewered and poked at because of the comedic elements in your rom-com. Usually a romance story isn't very funny. It's very dramatic. It's, it's big and sweeping and emotional while the comedy in a rom-com comes along and kind of pokes at it knocking it down a few pegs taking light up taking taking f- making fun of taking a, a look at well why is it so serious we're going to make some jokes instead so you use one genre to challenge the setup and construction of the other genre in your you know psychological horror thriller the elements of horror are kind of slated and skewed and lensed through the action required in a thriller or vice versa. So the the dynamic between these two genres allow the story to develop, it allows the story to move forward, it allows the story to be... Uh, more than it could be if it was just a straight horror story or a straight romance or a a single instance of science fiction you blend the two genres or sometimes the three but really really I want to make it clear that two's fine two genres totally fine here but the idea is that you're you're using you're compositing elements from one into the other for the purpose of advancing the story, developing the characters, and using it purposefully to highlight or challenge or call out or do something about the elements of the other genre. You make the romance stand out because it's set with com- with a, a comedy base, or you make the comedy more emotional by adding romance to it, or you add some action to your thriller Because the thriller is more tense and cerebral, but the action makes it more visceral. Find different ways to combine and craft those elements together, and you'll get a more dynamic story that crosses genres. However, we have to point out the obvious elephant in the room. This isn't going to work if you don't know the, the the stuff of each genre. You have to know what makes a romance tick. You have to know what makes a comedy tick. You have to know what makes a horror movie a horror movie or what makes science fiction a science fiction movie so that you can pick and choose from its composition. You can pick and choose from its ingredients list to find those combinations to tell your story. You just can't walk into this not knowing, well, I'm trying to write a comedy, but you don't know how to write a joke or you don't know how to set up a funny beat or you don't know how to develop the relationship in a romance story. So you're just going to have two characters kind of just meet and chat at each other for 45 pages. You need to know what makes each genre the genre, and you need to know what you want to talk about and what you want to dissect and remove from one genre so you can plug in stuff from that second genre. This means if you're unsure what goes into each genre, you should find somebody and ask, not just ask a reader, but ask an expert. Go find a writing coach, go ask an editor, go go talk to somebody who's really well-educated and can facilitate you learning the composition of each genre. You need to know those pieces because you're going to disassemble both of them and then reassemble, hodgepodge, a whole new thing out of all these pieces. But to do that, you got to know what pieces you have. You can't luck your way through understanding the story, and you can't luck your way through just kind of, oh, well, I guess that's enough comedy, or I guess that's enough romance, or maybe that's horror enough. You should be more definite by knowing the, the structure that you're trying to build and know the structures that you're using to take apart or the structures you are reshaping in order to build. Know the pieces, question them, poke at them with a stick, really dig in and understand it. So if you're going to really make an effort at understanding it, we have to talk about primary and secondary genre. Primary genre is the base. It's the most genre that the story is. And it's built that way and set up that way specifically for building within it. So, in a romantic comedy, generally the idea is that the second word is the more base of the two. So, it's a comedy that is romantic. A sci-fi thriller is a thriller that contains science fiction. So, when you're talking about what the story is, usually, though there are exceptions based on just how language works, whatever that second genre word is, that second word is is our base. So... It's a thriller that happens to have science fiction. It's a mystery that contains a murder. It's a comedy that has romance in it. If you want to flip it around and say it's a, it's a comedy that's, you know, it's a romance that is comedic, it has funny elements, but ultimately it's romance, then it's a comedic romance. You just invert and reconjugate the words. Your primary is the base, and you're going to be attaching different elements to it. And those elements you're going to attach come from the secondary genre. That's the genre you have dissected so that you can pick and choose the parts to plug back into the primary. Which means you should be fundamentally asking yourself a question of, what pieces am I using and what pieces am I getting rid of? And that might mean character expectations. That might mean some of the plotting. That might mean some of the tropes. That might mean some of the world building that goes into, like let's say, a fantasy novel. Some of that stuff you're gonna have to do. But some of that stuff you are willfully choosing to omit so that you can plug other elements in. So in your in your uh, horror fantasy novel, for instance, You're taking away some of the world building, for instance, so you can, in that space of developing lore and history and continents and kingdoms, you're going to hand wave some of that away so that you can plug in some horror elements like, oh shit, there are just zombies in the kingdom to the south, rather than, you know, spending 10 chapters on detailing the history of the imperial line and the number of bureaucrats and this, that, and the other. Nah, fuck it. It's all zombies. Think about it this way. If your primary genre contributes the base tropes and story structure, then the secondary genre contributes innovations, alterations, aberrations, or alternatives for tropes and structure for the story. So that second genre, that secondary genre comes in and just tips over the apple cart, flips the table, shakes everything up, and it, in that way, that secondary genre becomes really critical because that's how we're adding dynamism and tension and movement and movement, movement. I was going for motion and movement at the same time, movement and, and activity to the story. Maybe that means characters. Maybe that means you're going to take a, like a what is typically a horror type villain and plug them into a rom-com. Why not? Now, part of that means you're going to have to write these things well because if you, if you screw up the writing and you write a real dud, that's not because you picked shitty genres. That's because you wrote poorly. There is an element here that comes down to how do you write it which means the words you chose on the page, which means your idea of how the story goes from point A to point B to point C and forward. There isn't a template here like a Mad Lib for you to fill out where you can call it a day. This is going to come down to how you write. And if you're worried that you're not writing it effectively and well, despite having a loose knowledge of the pieces, go get help go ask for help get somebody who can go okay am i doing this all right go talk to a writing coach see if they'll go chapter by chapter with you see if they you can talk about your outline go find a a resource or multiple resources that you can use to educate yourself here because this isn't a matter of just slapping it together and saying oh well it's a, it's a first draft it's a second draft it doesn't matter remember The more help you can give yourself, the more tools you have access to, the easier it's going to be to accomplish things because you won't be scrambling, wondering if you're doing it right. You'll get that combination of motivation. You'll get that combination of education. You'll get some support structure. You'll get a chance to really ask those big questions and the little questions and fine tune things and watch yourself make progress rather than just kind of working without a net, so to speak, and hoping by the end of it, you did okay. You can give yourself a better shot at this and a better shot at understanding how to craft and write these things, whether we're going to take protagonists from this kind of a genre story and plug them into a plot of that kind of story or whether we're going to use this kind of tool from a MacGuffin thriller all the way over here in you know, a murder mystery over there because we're trying to say, well, what would happen if there was a murder mystery on a space station but there's only so many astronauts? Using and manipulating genre understanding and genre expectation and then crafting a story that reflects framing the thing as a question or framing the idea as a potential dynamic, hmm, let's find out together sort of thing, is really the key to understanding how to write stuff that crosses genres. But again... This isn't something I think everybody should try right out of the gate. If you're feeling really anxious about this, if you're feeling really unsure about this, then what I can strongly recommend you do is start small. Just if you, if you know you're trying to write a, a story that crosses, let's say, two genres, and you know you're more comfortable in one genre than the other – Go write the scenes out of order and disjointed as it might be. Go write those scenes. Go write those pages where you're handling your comfort zone, where you're you know that okay, I have to write the thriller. So write some thriller stuff till you get your feet under you, till you get you find your voice for the piece, till you find your structure, till you're comfortable. Like okay, so I know some rough, loose things. It's gonna leave some pieces. You're gonna have questions. This is why we ask for help. This is why we try not to scramble and do this all our, on our own. If you start by writing from a position where you know what you're talking about or you feel most comfortable like you know what you're talking about, then it's going to be a lot easier to dial in those more specific questions you have to ask when it comes time to move things along and finally, ultimately, hopefully finish this thing. Now, I'll tell you this. From a stream perspective, I really did want to dial down. I really did want to get into like, here's how you write protagonists. Here's how you write this, that, or the other. The problem is um, I don't know what genres you're using. I can't account for the protagonists of every genre because that means this audio would be, I don't know, hours long and I'd possibly lose my train of thought several times. So I'm leaving it here for now and hoping that I've laid a good groundwork base for you to move forward because tomorrow... We're going to talk about what to do once the draft is done and you're ready to go publish it. But that's for tomorrow. So go listen to this again a couple times. Go, please, please, please. I can't stress this enough. Ask for help if you need it. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to struggle. It doesn't make you a better writer or anything like that if you force yourself to, like, feel stupid you're allowed to ask for help, and you're allowed to succeed at this, so go get help if you need it. If, if you want me to come help you, by all means, come find me out at johnhelpsyouwritebetter.com or find me on Twitter at awesome underscore John, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you and more than happy to set something up. I want to help you. I want your book to succeed. I want you to feel like a more competent writer at the end of a conversation than at the beginning. I, I, you can do this. I believe in you. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to go forward from that I'm a writer stage to I'm trying to get published stage. So check this out, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.